This is the Parenting for Faith podcast from the Bible Reading Fellowship. Visit parentingforfaith.org for free online videos and resources and an eight-session course all about Parenting for Faith. You can also sign up for news, subscribe to this podcast, and find out about events and training in your area. Hello and welcome to the Parenting for Faith podcast. I'm your host, Anna Hawkin. This is episode four of season six, and I'm so glad that you've decided to join us today. This season, we are looking at living on the child side. Yes, that's right. We are children as well as we are parents and adults. We can learn to be God's children more and more. He offers that to us. He wants to support us and love us and come alongside us, even in the midst of busy family life and us looking after our own kids. So um, the ideas that we're looking at are from a book called Being God's Child, A Parent's Guide, which is out in July. It is available for pre-order now, I believe. So uh, if you're a really keen bean, you can get your hands on a copy already. Um, But the idea we're looking at today is idea three, messing up but not giving up. Kids are brilliant at messing up but not giving up, whereas we as adults sometimes write ourselves off or uh, try to cover up the things that we've done wrong and move on. So my guest today is absolutely brilliant. She's called Karen Allen and she is an author, an inspirational speaker, a preacher, a teacher, a content creator, uh, a leader, um, and she's all about empowering and developing others. And part of her mission is really to challenge the norm and to change the narrative as it relates to young people, in particular black men. And if that wasn't enough, on the side, she's also the proud mother of five phenomenal human beings. So we're going to go over to our conversation with Karen in just a minute. A couple of quick notices I just wanted to mention. If you have got children or young people who are taking exams, uh, whether that's SATs, GCSEs, A-levels, swimming badges, dance exams, whatever it might be, um, we've got a pop-up small group on the 16th of May. The notes are now available on our website. And what a pop-up small group is, is the idea is you just meet with another couple of people. So that might be at your church, it might be one or two people in your home, maybe just your partner or your friend. Um, And we are going to have a great conversation with Wayne Dixon from Exam Attack and Stephen Beeman from the Growing Faith Foundation, whose background is in education. Um, all about how we can talk to our kids about tests and exams, how it doesn't define them, some strategies for connecting with God through it. So I just wanted to flag that that's coming up so you can invite some other people. But let's head over now to my conversation with Karen. Hi, Karen. It's so great to have you with us. Um, Can you just start off by telling us a bit of your story um, and why you feel so passionate that every hurt, every heartbreak, every disappointment is a potential learning opportunity? Oh, well, firstly, thank you for having me on Parenting for Faith. It is, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. I am Karen Allen. I am a single mother of five children. I have four boys and a baby girl and the ages range from 20 all the way down to age eight. So I I am busy doing God's work. First of all, raising these five, I call them the Allen Eagles, um, incredible human beings and doing everything else that the Lord has me doing. I think that it's so important Oh, to, uh, to, do you know what it is? Let me tell you that. Let me say. Let me say it this way. So, in 2016, I wrote a book, and the book title is called "Broken into Useful Pieces." And when I was going through the process of writing that book, what the Lord was showing me was that every single hurt, every single disappointment, every single betrayal, every letdown, 
everything that has seemingly come to try and destroy me in his hands is actually beautiful because none of it is wasted. And he began to show me that every piece that is, because usually, as I'm sure you know, when we experience a heartbreak or a heartache or a letdown, it feels like a piece of our heart is literally missing or ripped open or ripped apart. But mm. God doesn't, he doesn't waste broken pieces. He literally takes those broken pieces and he makes what I call a beautiful mosaic. And it becomes something that other people should admire and look at and be in awe of. And that's why I believe that brokenness and broken pieces in the hand of a mighty God can only be beautiful. But it all depends on our perspective and how we see the pain and the heartbreak and the heartache that we go through. Wow, that is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for uh, being vulnerable and sharing a bit of yourself. And I, I think you're right, that perspective shift is mm. is really important, isn't it? And it's about him being in control and him using things. And yeah, so powerful. Yeah. So we're talking today about messing up without giving up. <laughs> so about those broken things, the the ugly bits, the bits that we don't like, the bits we'd rather forget, um, and how God uses them, really. And I wanted to ask you about children and young people. So your own or others in your life, what you've learned from them about messing up without giving up. What do you see in them that inspires you or provokes you or encourages you? It, that's a beautiful question. I do a lot of work with young people out, as well as an outside of my own. I do a lot of work within the schools. I live in the bar of Enfield and I run a lot of programs and projects with young people, varying ages as well. And to be honest with you, it really depends on the age group because I find that the younger the young person is, the, the easier they find it to bounce back from mm. her disappointment, from, you know, friends talking about them behind their back or whatever it is that they are going through or have been through the younger they are it seems like it's easier for them to find hope in what is what could be described as a hopeless situation or to find light in the midst of a darkness it's it's, it's easier for them as the young people get older again that I, I see that I can see that they're taking on what I call the traits of us old people because us old folk well not us as in me and you but me <laughs> not and me and me I'll own it <laughs> The older we get, I find the more that we hold on to hurt or hold on to bitterness or hold on to pain. But young people have a phenomenal way of seeing things from a perspective that they can just see a silver lining in the clouds. And that's really, really inspirational for me. One of the reasons I love being around young energies is because they have a vibrancy about life. Often, not all the time, but oftentimes they have a vibrancy about life, even in the midst of darkness and despair and disappointment and even those that I've worked with that have experienced death they still can find beauty in the brokenness so I I, I draw a lot of inspiration from the young people that I work with and I, I often say to them you know I would especially in these times 2023 post-covid I, I would personally hate to be a young person in this time mm. and to see them navigate through these times is very awe-inspiring for me yeah, because it's not just what they've been through, it's what they've ended up with, right? There's, you know, kids who've missed whole rites of passage and sections of their career and growing up. And I think you're right. I think it's really, really tough for those guys and um, inspirational, really, to see how they're, they're coming out of it. They navigate it well. For the most part, they navigate it much better than I would if I was their age. Mm. 
So thinking about those children and young people, um, how might that help us as parents and carers in our relationship with God? You know, they're our children, but we're his children. And yeah. uh, as you say, we can be quite quick to write ourselves off and um, feel, yeah, just just to be got down by all the things in life that are difficult. Um, is there anything that we can take from them that that can help us in our own relationship with God? Yeah, I think there's so much we can take for them. One of the things that um, I was just saying to, to, to a friend of mine yesterday, that as a mother of five, it is my desire, my hope, my dream, my prayer that my children will never feel afraid or ashamed to come to me with anything or about anything. Though mm. so I, and, and whilst that is my hope and prayer, I'm happy personally, not every parent's happy for this. I'm happy for my children to speak to someone that I trust and love, even if they can't talk to me, but as long as they have someone that yes. they can bring that challenge to, if they choose it not to be me, and I'll just pray that it's the right person. I think that we can take that from them. If if we desire that for our children, how much more does God desire that for us? Mm. For us, our hurt, our pains, our concerns, our stresses to him, as opposed to running to the bottle or to drugs or to illicit sexual relationships or to Facebook or to Instagram or wherever we run to, as opposed to running to him, how mm. much more must desire for us to bring those things to him so that he and us can reason it together you know the bible says come let us reason together let us have a conversation about this that you're going through because again he is concerned about the things that concern us even the seemingly insignificant things so i think that what we can learn from our children is we would feel pain well i'm speaking for myself and i'm sure many parents we would feel pain distress and despair to know that our children were going through something and they felt afraid or ashamed to tell us. Mm. We would want to be that safe space for our children. And I believe wholeheartedly that God wants to be and is that safe space for us. I completely agree with you. And I, you know, hope and pray that for anyone who needs to hear that right now, which is all of us at some point, like, please, there is no, there's no shame in this, but I really, um, hope and pray that encourages you to to reach out and to reach to reach for God to reach to him. Um, run, to him. run to him. I always say to people run to him. You know, when you messed up, run to him. When you feel you've let him down, run to him because he is he, just how I'd want my daughter to run to me. Just run to me. <laughs> Love it. It's uh can you hear Karen saying that? I want people to uh have that little sound bite stuck in the head. Love it, Karen. I mean, you've sort of already answered this, but I just if we want to go into a little bit more, just yeah. what would you say to a parent who's in a really dark place right now, really difficult, for whatever reason, just feels like everything is messed up <gasps> and unfixable? Is it health? Is it money? Is it, you know, there's a million different things it could be, whatever, but it's all gone wrong and they just feel like they're a mess and how do they even start thinking about that? They want to help their children meet and know God, but they're in such a mess themselves. What What would you say to that person? I want to speak life into the life of that parent because I've been that parent on so many occasions. And mm. I want to use an analogy that hopefully may be able to help, but this will depend on your age, by the way. So you may have to Google it. Well, back in the day, when we used to take pictures, we used to have to take the film from the camera and take it to a shop. I'm still with you. So that all, uh, you can guess my age from that. That's all right. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> we'll include a visual for younger parents. Right. Please. Right. For the younger ones. This is the research. But I, I need to use this because it's something that the Lord used to help me. 
And when yeah. those little films were taken to the cameras, to the, to the development shop, it was developed in a dark room. And in that dark place came a beautiful image. But it had to go through the darkness in order for it to become what it was destined to become. And a lot of the times we give up on ourselves because we mess up or we feel that life has messed up or someone has messed us up. And because the plans often that we have in our mind didn't go the way that we planned. But the encouragement is that God never lost sight of the plan. He is the one that is in the dark room with us and he is developing all, he is using everything. If you look at the, all the elements in the dark room, which may be a bit too deep to go into right now, but all the elements that are used to create a beautiful image, only an expert really can do this. Someone who knows what they're doing and God knows what he's doing. God knows what he's doing with our mess. God knows what he's doing when we mess up and when other people mess us up. God knows what he's doing when things did not go the way we plan and when things go exactly according to plan. He knows what he is doing. So it is our, our my encouragement is don't despise the darkness and don't be afraid of the dark because God is in dark places. I looked at that scripture just this week, maybe two days ago. I think it's in Psalms 139, maybe like verse 14, 15. They'd have to look it up. And it talks about the darkness is light to God. God doesn't even see darkness. We see darkness. He doesn't see darkness. So my encouragement is, no matter where you are, no matter where you find yourself right now, it is not too dark for God to take you out of that place and still bring something absolutely beautiful out of it. I am a living witness to this. I'm a testament to this. So just be encouraged. I love that picture. Thank you so much. How helpful is that? And what you're saying about the darkness. Um, Rachel Turner wrote a book actually called Comfort in the Darkness. Mm. And a big thing about that is God is in the nighttime. God is in the dark places. He's in the dark spaces. It's not a case of like we have to pray that out or hide from it. God is right there with us. And I think, um, you know, that's something for us to know as parents as well as to tell our children. Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. Love it. So, um. We're basing this on kind of the different ideas in uh, a book that's coming out in July called Being God's Child of Parents Guide. And in this chapter, it looks a little bit at um, both the Bible and the Holy Spirit, that both of them have a role to play in helping us find our next step. We're in we're in those dark places, in those difficult situations. Um, I just wondered what you thought about that, really. What What's your experience about digging into the word for this or asking God's um, Holy Spirit to come and help you? How do they work together or do you find one uh, kind of speaks to you more? I'd just love to hear what you think on that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, no, you're giving me limited time. This could take a whole. (laughs) I love, I, I, I seriously, as you get to know me, you'll know, I love the Bible. I love the Bible so much so that I, I think that I can come across quite fanatical. And the reason why, not only is it a phenomenal book, just, okay, let's pretend, this is what I say to unbelievers. I say, okay, you don't believe in God, that's fine, but do you love reading a good book? Because the Bible's a really good book. Yeah. I know I know a secret because I know that it's God-breathed, so I know that if they read the good book that God's going to do what he does. So the in terms of helping me through dark spaces, so just to give a, a really brief testimony, when I was pregnant with my fifth child my baby girl she's my fifth um, my husband at the time we were married for 14 years and he j- he just decided he wanted out of the marriage so three months into my pregnancy with four young boys I w- I became a single mother and during that what you can only imagine to be excruciatingly painful and dark season it was the word of God that breathed life into my life it was during that season that Psalm 23 became alive the Lord is my shepherd 
and I shall not want. It was during that time that the word became a lamp onto my feet and a light onto my path. And I fell in love even more with the word because it was tangible to me. It was really, it was, it was now unto him who is able to keep me from falling and to present me faultless before the presence of his glory. It was all of those scriptures that sometimes we take for granted in the light that helped me through the dark. So in terms of the Bible, I, I would not be here today without devouring the word because it has been breath to me. And Holy Spirit, exactly. I, I, it would have to be two sides of the same coin. Mm. I couldn't, it's not one or the other for me. It's one and the other for me. During those, those the midnight hours, the, I call them the 3 a.m. hours. It's like God loves to talk at 3 a.m. Yeah. The 3 a.m. hours when I used to be crying myself to sleep, like, not even imagining how am I going to successfully raise five children on my own and Holy Spirit would whisper to me I got you I will comfort you I will guide you I will help you I will instruct you I will encourage you and and so he did so to me both both are imperative so to not just a fruitful life but a peaceful life a grace-filled life a glorious life both the word and and the work of the Holy Spirit within us Karen, you're an inspiration. I'm going to go and buy your book and I want to follow all your things and find out what you're doing. In case I'm not the only one, can you please tell us how do we get more of your wisdom in our lives? What's, oh, what do we need to do? Where's, where do we go? It's such a blessing. So most of my stuff can be found on my website, which is Karen Allen, A-L-L-E-N dot info, I-N-F-O. And on most social media platforms, which I am not very active, I say that in advance, is I am Karen Allen or just Karen Allen, K-A-R-E-N-A-L-L-E-N. And my books can be found via my website, not on not on Amazon at the moment, but via my website. Brilliant. And just give us a, a brief rundown of the books, what they're called and what's in them. Yeah, so the, two, the two books that I would suggest concerning this content. Well, the first one is Broken into Useful Pieces. And that yeah. is where I, I write about the lessons that I learned in the darkness, to be honest with you. So it's a very profound book that will help anyone who feels lost at the moment or who feels like, where is God? Why can't I hear him? Why can't I see him? Why can't I feel him? Broken into useful pieces will be brilliant. And I re in the lockdown, I wrote a book called Thou Art the Man. And I wrote that book for my sons, really, but it's really an, an spiritual empowerment and encouragement book for men, speaking into the lives of men and, and God's heart for his sons, as he used it as an analogy for my heart for my sons. So those are the two books that I would recommend for my website. Brilliant. So we will uh, post a link in the show notes, both to Karen Allen's, uh, the KarenAllen.info site um, and to both of those books as well. Karen, it has been an absolute joy. I'm going to let you go to your parent teacher meeting, which is what you have next and why we're recording in your car. Um, right. You have been a dream. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blessing. God bless you and the work that you're doing. And you. And as usual, we like to end the podcast with a question to ask your kid to spark an interesting conversation. Today's question is, what makes you want to give up on something? Have a great conversation. As usual, if you found uh, today's podcast helpful or interesting, do rate, review and subscribe uh, or consider praying for us or becoming one of our friends to make a monthly donation. We love doing this with you. We love coming alongside you. Thank you so much for your support. Have a great week.
thank you for downloading the Parenting for Faith podcast. A new episode will be released next week, and why not look at parentingforfaith.org to watch the free eight-session course, to get in touch, or to find out about training and events near you.